Hello, and welcome back to Sass Stories and Sarcasm. This is episode 37, and we're your hosts, Brian and Mary. <laughs> Today we have three segments for you. The first one is a Gonzaga update. We had a rough week as Zag fans, um, even though we won both games, but we'll go into that. Um, number we Our segment number two is our weekend update. Uh, Brian's here visiting for the weekend, for President's Day weekend, so we'll go over what we did this weekend. And then third, we're going to go over some weird news. Now, Brian, before you came over to visit, what has been going on in your life? Well, I remember in the previous episode, we talked about how we might have a snow day. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, we had a snow day. We had a snow day last Tuesday, I believe. Yeah. And uh, so all classes were canceled. Even most employees weren't asked to come in. Only the essential employees were asked to come in. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we had at least, when I walked outside that day, it looked like a foot to two feet of snow just wow. Just when you don't see it uh, shoveled, mm-hmm. like areas that aren't shoveled. And that's that's a lot. I was just so happy. I, I you, you haven't had a snow day since you lived in North Carolina. Yeah, I haven't had a snow day since elementary school. Yeah, it's it's been a while. I took full advantage of it. I ran about through campus frolicking no, very happily. I don't think you did that. Well, what I did is actually I went all the way across campus to the St. Al's area, which is basically the entire walk across no, campus. No, it's not that far. <laughs> All right, it's like half a mile, but. I did it anyways, and I took some pictures, because you know, Mary's always missing Gonzaga, and, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I sent her a few, and then she told me she started crying. I don't know if this is true. Is no, this- no. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you, she does miss Gonzaga quite a bit, but it was, all in all, it was just lovely that it was a snow day, and, uh, And yeah. you only have class on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so you had a six-day weekend this Yeah, it was, it was pretty great. I got a lot of, uh, time to do whatever I wanted, and <laughs> catch up on homework and all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Mary? Anything interesting happening this week? Um, so we last recorded the episode on Monday, last Monday, and so at that time um, we were having – campus was closed at SPU on Monday, and then on Tuesday it was as well, and then um, we had a late start on Wednesday. And so, I mean, some, like, school districts around here had, like, basically the entire week off. So it was pretty snowy. The snow is pretty much melted in this area by now, but it was pretty rough. It was pretty nice to get out of the house uh, again after a while. Kind of got cooped up in here. Um, couldn't leave because I live on a big hill. But yeah, glad to be out and about in the world again. Hey, Brian, guess what? What? Gonzaga's number two in the nation. Woo! Woo! I'm so excited. It was just announced today's uh, President's Day, so um, the polls for the week just came out. And uh, like I mentioned in the intro, it was kind of a scary week for both games. We played LMU on Thursday and USD on Saturday. Right. And the final scores don't actually seem like they're that close, but it was. they were both really crazy games i'm like what is going on yeah i agree for the for the usd one that was the one that i f- followed more closely uh it was like under 10 points the most of the game yeah we watched it, it together yeah scary we, yeah it, it was very it was they could have came back and won at pretty much almost any point until the very end and i feel like we just won because we had more uh 
you know, taller and athletic people and not just good basketball. I feel like we just, we just had better athletes at that time. Yeah. And that, that's great now against USD and, uh, LMU, but when we're against, uh, equally skilled players, uh, that might not be, go as well. And the WCC is not really known as the strongest conference, so if we're kind of struggling against teams like LMU and USD, then... That's not a good sign. Not the greatest. Like, we had a really good, um, preseason. Yeah, yeah. And but, this was, this or was... pre or whatever it's called. Uh, pre-conference. Pre-conference, or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this was also without Tilly, but Tilly got back in the lineup and we got used to Tilly, and now that he's out of the lineup again, we have to adjust. Mm-hmm. And... We'll get there, but this week looked a little closer than it needed to be, definitely. Yeah. So this upcoming week, we're playing Pepperdine on Thursday and BYU on Saturday, both in the kennel in Spokane. So those should be good, good especially the BYU game. Right. That's hopefully, a rivalry game. Yeah. Hopefully we don't have too many problems with Pepperdine. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we found out this weekend, <laughs> we were like just looking at the standings in the WCC to see how all the teams are doing. Right. And Gonzaga's number one in the uh, conference. Right, we're undefeated. Undefeated, and then it goes uh, St. Mary's and USF are tied for second, and then St. Mary's is third, fourth, whatever. Yeah. And then we were looking at the bottom of the conference in Portland, or University of Portland. Yeah, they're, they the, haven't they're the opposite won, of us. <laughs> yeah, they haven't won any conference games, which is pretty sad. They're 0-12. Yeah, we only have three more weeks in left in the conference before the tournament, and so maybe. I really hope they can win yeah, one game. Yeah, maybe they can win one game for their senior night, maybe. Yeah, I don't know who they're playing for their senior night, but, I mean, that, it's, that's just it's really sad. Yeah, it's kind of sad. I don't really I feel know bad for say. the students that they're, like, trying to be enthusiastic about their team that just keeps losing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when I toured University of Portland, like, they, the tour guide said they're more of a soccer school, but... Oh, that's true. They should still try to win one conference game. Like, that's just embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, maybe you can't beat Gonzaga, but... Yeah, beat, someone else. You know. I actually was looking at their schedule. I'm not sure who they played against, but they did play a game that went into overtime. So that was their chance, maybe. But, oh, dang uh, it. But it just, it just didn't work out for them. Yeah. And now Duke is number one in the nation, and Gonzaga is number two, and those are Brian's two favorite teams. Yep. And you know what? It's not just a coincidence. You know, I'm, I'm taking full credit for this. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, Brian made the bold statement and said that Gonzaga only plays well while he's watching. Yeah. And so... They only win. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. It's like, you better be watching every game from here on out. Yeah, I will, be watching. I will out. be watching every game from here on out and just wait. We're going to win the whole thing. That's, again, another very bold statement. So if we don't win the, big, the whole thing, then you everyone <laughs> can just blame it on Brian. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully we have a great week and... Um, Pepperdine hopefully should be a decently easy game. Yeah. I mean, I would say that about LMU and USD, but that didn't that's not how it turned out. But BYU should be a little bit closer. A little bit closer, a little bit more entertaining and fun to watch. Yeah. Alright, for segment two, we're gonna talk about um, our weekend, like I mentioned. It's President's Day weekend, and so um, I have the day off from work today, Monday, and um, Brian has the day off from school, so Brian came over to visit, and uh, we had a good weekend. We wanted to go through some things we did. On a Saturday morning, we were going to go to Pike Place Market, but it was kind of rainy, and so 
ended up going to GameWorks, right? Which is an arcade in <laughs> Seattle. Brian was so stoked. Yeah, I'm I'm a big arcade fan. And we got these unlimited passes on Groupon, so we could basically stay there as long as we wanted, which is pretty fun. Um, the only thing is, is I beat Brian in most of the games. Yeah, it was pretty embarrassing. I I take pride in thinking that I'm good at video games. Apparently not, or maybe just not racing games, because every racing game that we played... Except for one. Except for one. Mary, I don't know if you won the whole thing, but you definitely ended up in a better uh, position than me. Like, you'd mm-hmm. end up in, like, fourth, and I'll end up in, like, eighth fifth place or, or fifth yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, you're just a crazy, aggressive driver. <laughs> I don't know. But I guess that works for uh, for racing. We did this one car game, and they had one in, uh, there was, like, tracks in New York, London, Chicago, and San Francisco, or something like that. Right. And uh, I beat Brian three out of four times. Yeah, yeah. That was, I gotta work on my driving skills, I guess. Or yeah, ma- so. maybe maybe I'm just a calm driver, not crazy. I thought the point was to win. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't just, like, turning on my turn signal or whatever yeah. when, when the, in the middle of a race, but... Yeah, you're definitely better at uh, race car driving for now. For I'll now. say for now. And then, uh, but the only thing is, Brian was much better at the basketball games than I was. Uh, yeah, I'll take that. He was trying to make a world record on the, one of the machines, but didn't even come close. No, the rec- but he did beat me. <laughs> yeah, so the record on one of the machines was uh, like 100 points or whatever. Uh-huh. And the way the way the point system works is every time you make a basket... Like you make you make another get another point. So for like any, your point increases. Mm-hmm. So if you make one, you get one point. But if you make two, you get three points. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it keeps going up. It and keeps up. going up and up and up mm-hmm. every time you make it. But uh, yeah, I don't know how that person that broke the record did it. But I think they're cheating. They're like in the back just pressing the button or whatever. Could be. But yeah, it, it, I'll take I'll take at least I beat you in basketball. You can be a better driver than me though. Uh huh. Well, yeah. And then we ended up getting some tickets, and so I went to the bathroom, and I just was like, Brian, get whatever you want with the tickets. <laughs> and Brian just bought a whole bunch of sweet tarts, like a whole bag full, but in like one Jolly Rancher, and I came out of the bathroom, he's like, yeah, all you could get with your tickets was one Jolly Rancher. <laughs> Brian made 200 tickets, and I made 198, so I don't know how that was possible, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, all the all the uh, little gifts that they, they had were... They were pretty expensive. There was, yeah. like, some teddy bears or whatever, but those were, like, 400 tickets or something crazy. Like, you actually had to At first, Brian's like, let's the get the, the, the stuffed pickle. Because, you know, everyone knows I like pickles. Yeah, Mary likes pickles. And so, so he, Brian's like, let's get the stuffed pickle. I'm like, first of all, I don't want a stuffed pickle. What am I going to do with that? Second of all, we looked at the tag, and it was 2,500 tickets. Yeah, that's... <laughs> so we didn't even come close to getting that, but, um, Yeah. Anyways, after that, then we walked a few blocks to Westlake Center in downtown Seattle again, and I went to this food truck that I went to a few weeks ago with Chip um, called Sugar and Spoon. It's a UW, UW entrepreneurs who um, have a edible cookie dough stand. I talked about this a few weeks, a few weeks ago, right? but um, we got some edible cookie dough, and Brian tried it for the first time. What did you think? I thought it was good. I keep on forgetting that it's not like ice cream. It's yeah, just yeah. it's just dough by itself. Brian just kept saying, "Oh, I can't wait to try the ice cream." Like it's not ice cream. Yeah, it's not cold. It's 
It, it tastes like dough, yeah. but uh, apparently it's good for you. It's not, <laughs> it's it's not, not good. It's not it's bad de- for you. There, it's not bad it's for you. It's definitely not good for you. It, it's not like raw eggs, like yes. regular dough. There, I'm not saying it's good for you. I take that back. Nobody, nobody build a nutritious diet off that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I liked it. I, I, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, and then after that, we watched the Gonzaga game and uh, had some dinner. Brian wanted to have a salad for dinner, which is shocking. Yeah, it's because. Uh, you know, after all that edible cookie dough. Yeah, exactly. Got got to balance it out. Eat yeah. some cookie dough. Eat a salad. You're good. And then, uh, <laughs> like we said in the last segment, those eggs won, so that was good. On um, the next day, Brian decided he wanted to go to the mall because he apparently likes to walk around the mall, and he feels like he was gypped in his childhood because he never spent time walking around the mall, and he always just spent time on the basketball court, and so he wanted to make up for all the lost time. Yeah, I know. Like, you always see in, like, movies, like, normal teenagers are always hanging out in the mall. I didn't get to do that as a you kid. You could have. Well, I could have. I just didn't find that appealing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we roamed the mall. <laughs> we roamed the mall, and Brian, we went from store to store looking for, I don't, Brian just wanted some shirts, because he just wanted, I don't know. He didn't really know what he wanted. I didn't know what I wanted. But I then, just wanted to browse. But then, every time he, like, He'd see something they like. He's like, "Oh, I like this so much." And then he look at the price tag. He's like, "Oh, I can't afford this." He's like, "Where are the yeah, it was ten dollars, like eighty dollars for a t shirt or something?" It was yeah. ridiculous. And then we we're at Nordstrom, and he's like, "Every single pair of like sweats or joggers." He was like, "Are these Lululemon?" I'm like, "No, Lululemon's in his own store." And so then we continue walking around the mall, and he's like, "Oh, there's a Lululemon store." I didn't. I'm like. Yes, no. it's his own store. Yeah, I, I knew it was like a brand, like a unique product. I just thought that they it could be sold in different stores. No, they only sell them in their own store. Okay. Yeah. See, see, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, after that, no luck in the mall for Brian. Everything was too expensive. Yep. So we ended up coming <laughs> back to Issaquah and we went to Marshall's. And this is where Brian hit the jackpot. Yes. This is the actually the last time I came here, I went to Marshall's as well. And he hit and, the jackpot then as well. And I hit the jackpot as well. They have this nice section of clearance items. <laughs> <laughs> where some shirts are like $6. Where and that shirts, is where Brian... Where, where the range is like 6 to like $25 mm-hmm. max. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I hit the jackpot. Uh, let's see, what did I get? Get I got a black sh- black uh, Nike athletic shirt so I can go running in that. Then mm-hmm. I got a blue, like, not really a polo shirt. What was it? Just, just a, a t-shirt. t-shirt. Just a t-shirt. Just a blue t-shirt. Although the fabric's really nice. It's... So nice. It's like... And it was only like $7. So yeah, it was, it was like $7. Win-win. And then I got a gray long sleeve uh, shirt. And it's more like an Under Armour type uh, build. Mm-hmm. So it's not really something you just wear by yourself. <laughs> but I, I mean, you know. can if nobody's looking. <laughs> what? It's just... An, everyone listening, this is just a normal gray t-shirt. I don't know what Brian's talking about. I don't know if you're supposed to wear that by yourself. I, yeah, you can. Okay, okay. Maybe I will. Okay. <laughs> I don't <laughs> and, know and, what... You think that is, but it's just a normal gray shirt. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, the last shirt I got was a blue polo shirt, and this is a fancy shirt. It's Calvin Klein. Yeah, it's Calvin Klein. This so. is big money. You spent twenty five dollars on yeah, this. Yeah, this is a big, big, big purchase for me. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, I can I can wear this to uh, semi formal things. <laughs> yeah. So Brian yesterday was saying, yeah, when I start working, I have four polo shirts, and oh, I was my like, God. I, I was like, I, I was like, I have more than. No, you said I have four polo shirts I can wear to work. I'm like, oh, that's too many. Like, Brian, that's not enough. You're not going to be able to get through one week of work with no, four. I, I, and I, now he has five. So everyone, go. to his future co-workers, Brian's going to wear the same shirt every Monday, every Tuesday, no, every Wednesday, No, i got to mix it up. Don't worry. i got to mix up the days so nobody knows what's going on. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. So all in all, it was very successful. And then 
I don't know if you guys remember this, but on episode 32, the episode's called Mac and Cheese and Movies, um, we talked about, or Brian talked about some upcoming movies that were coming out. One of them included the romantic comedy called Isn't It Romantic? Now, I just suggested, again, it was kind of like rainy, not very nice weather. So yesterday I was like, do you want to go to a movie maybe? I don't know. And Brian's like, yeah, let's go to Isn't It Romantic? No, 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 no. Let's let's not just say that was my first choice. Yes, it was. I looked at everything else in the theater and it was just all so bad. Okay. <laughs> so that was the one movie that I we had previewed before. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Let's actually go see it and t- see what we think of it. Yeah. And so this was Brian's first time ever seeing a romantic comedy in theaters. Yeah. What I did know. you think about that experience? Well, it's definitely geared towards girls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because, yeah, it, I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess it was entertaining. It was funny. But it's definitely geared towards girls. But you laughed. I, I laughed a couple times. No, I didn't cry very. Let's not start that rumor. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I don't want to spoil Should I spoil it? Or what, what should I? Well, I just wanted to say that in the middle of the movie, the char- one of the characters was correcting another character about a math problem. And all of a sudden, I look over and Brian has his phone pulled out and his phone sideways on the calculator app so you can do more advanced you know, calculations. I'm like, what are you doing? Put your phone away. He's like, I wanted to make sure that the characters are right. Yeah. So basically what, what happened was, and this is corny because this is a, you know, a romantic comedy was, mm-hmm. the the good looking guy or whatever. Liam Hemsworth. Liam Hemsworth, who is uh, Thor's brother. That's what I call him. Yes. In real life. <laughs> in yes. real life. Um, so he put down his phone number on 10 different rose petals, a uh-huh. number on each petal, and then thought it'd be funny to basically... Throw them in. Throw, throw them all in a bag. Uh-huh. And so they're all mixed up. And so there's 10 different uh, num- digits all randomized. Yes. And basically, for those that don't know statistics, that's a permutation. <laughs> and the way to figure out the many different combinations of those 10 numbers is 10 factorial, which is... that's what. The, so that's what the character said. Rebel Wilson's character said, you know, there's so many... She so, said the correct number. Yeah, I was just checking her math because, you yeah. know, sometimes the math doesn't matter in a romantic comedy, but I care about these things. Yeah, I was like, Brian, <laughs> put your phone away. You're checking, you're doing math in the middle of a movie. What the heck? Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> and then after that, we uh, went to Red Robin, which is like right behind the movie theater. And uh, right there, their milkshake machine caught on fire. <laughs> and it's all because of Brian. Brian got a strawberry milkshake and then seconds later... Yeah. <laughs> Their milkshake machine yeah, caught on yeah, fire. The, the, the waiter was like, "Would you like to? What would you like to drink?" I'm like, "Water." I'm like, "No, strawberry milkshake." <laughs> you got a monster strawberry milkshake. And uh, yeah, I guess I almost burned down Red Robin. <laughs> yeah, that would have been really sad. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's such a great restaurant. <laughs> now, Brian, I'm so glad that you were able to come this weekend and escape the Spokane weather because I heard that the lows there this weekend were like six and seven degrees. Yeah, it and was here the lows cool. were like in the twenties. Right, and so it's manageable. Yeah, you're able to wear. You know, long sleeve shirt and not freeze to death. Right. Brian did bring his big jacket that he bought a few months ago when he was here, just in case he got too chilly. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't needed to wear it. Yeah. So that means everyone, spring is coming. Spring is coming. Brian is the new groundhog. He can tell you <laughs> what how the weather is going to go. Spring's always coming for me, though. <laughs> Until it's not. That's true. So for our third segment, we're going to do a weird news segment. Always your favorite. Yeah, always my favorite. And uh, we've got some good ones for you. So Mary's going to lead us off with the first one. 
Yeah, so for the first one, there was a report of a bomb threat at a Home Depot in Kansas, but it just turned out to be one big misunderstanding. Um, a caller called the police saying that there had been a bomb threat and that um, someone had been saying there's a bomb in here and you need to leave the building. And then the police did some investigating and learned that the bomb threat came from a man in a bathroom stall warning others about the severity of his need to use the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> he was saying, you all need to get out of here because I'm fixing to blow it up. In the bathroom. <laughs> that's that's a totally different uh, situation. Both, the, both yeah. quite scary, and you probably both would have run away from, but one's a little less deadly. <laughs> you know what? I think that the company Poopery uh-huh. should sponsor this man. If his poops smell that bad, then, you know. Yeah. That's, that's kind of scary, and, you know, it probably caused a lot of panic. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so scary. You're just shopping along at Home Depot. And, and there's a bomb threat. Someone yeah. randomly wants to blow up Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would never happen at your old, old work Lowe's, yeah, yeah, but only true. at Home Depot. <laughs> that's maybe. Who knows? <laughs> but that's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. So our second news segment is about a lost dog. So this lost dog, he turned up eight months later and 175 miles away what? from where he was originally lost. So the story is, dog came over to visit uh, relatives, basically, and during, uh, like, there were some fireworks. I don't think it was the 4th of July. Maybe New Year's? But, um, I'm not sure. But there were some fireworks, uh-huh. and and basically it scared the dog. So this dog jumped over a six-foot wall, Wow. So that's, that's what kind pretty, of dog is it? Uh, it looks like a German Shepherd. Okay. So yeah, they're pretty athletic. Mm-hmm. Um. So, anyways, so it jumped over a six foot wall, and the the relatives who were uh, supposed to hold the dog for a while could find him. So that that kind of scared the owners. Yeah. And the owners just kind of gave up on the dog after searching for a long time, and then lo and behold, uh, eight months later, and 175 miles, uh. After oh, walking towards the family, uh-huh. uh, he showed up in an animal shelter uh, closer to the home. Wow. And, and they got reunited with their dog. So that is a very heartwarming story, you know. That's weird news, but it's least it's, heartwarming. It's a heartwarming. And there's no no scary stink bomb going off yeah, in yeah. this news. And, you know, that's, that's kind of cool. I, I wonder if the dog, like, used his nose and just... Walked all the way home because he smelled his odors. I don't know how good dogs' noses are, but that'd be extremely good. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. So that's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 175 See, miles. That's that's pretty long. Now the next news story is about another. Well, this one's about a person who was found, but it's not so heartwarming. It's just plain odd. Um, firefighters had to rescue a Houston woman. Early Friday, when she became stuck in an air vent of a vacant home, um, some authorities responded to a call just before 4.30 a.m. when a man called 911 and said he heard screaming noises coming from a, a vacant house he was just walking by. Mm-hmm. And um, he thought there was just a fight, and he asked her what she's doing up there. The woman has not been identified, but she told police she did not remember how she got into the vent, only that she crawled into the house through the roof. Again, this is a vacant house. It's not like it's even her house. Right. We don't really know why she was doing that. Um, it took firefighters like 20 minutes to free the woman from the vent. And the woman suffered some minor injuries to her leg and was taken to the hospital. That's got to be so embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, she was. it did not appear that she was under the influence of any alcohol or drugs. So 
what the heck was she doing? Just climbing through the air vent of a vacant house. Yeah. What? Maybe she's a... I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know how to yeah, diagnose that's, that's that. Yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you, the only thing that reminds me of is, like, a Santa Claus climbing down the chimney or something. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Nope, just uh, getting stuck in an air vent. And what'd she do? You said she like called the police after no, she got stuck. Or no, a guy, she... a guy was walking by and, and found heard her screaming <laughs> and asked her what she's doing up there. And she said she didn't know. Oh, that's so <laughs> sad. That yeah, that's pretty embarrassing. Yeah, I don't really know how that happened. Yeah, and neither does she. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that's that's pretty bizarre. So uh, people do not go climbing into random air vents, mm-hmm. even if you own the air vent. Do not do it. Yeah, uh, leave that you, to the you, professionals. Yeah, leave it to the professionals <laughs> and Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you might get stuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, for the last news story, we're going to circle back. We talked about um, buying some lottery tickets back in October mm-hmm. when Brian was visiting. And sadly, we didn't win, as uh, you probably figured out by now. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but cause, I mean, just the same audio quality. Yeah, nothing, nothing great. Yeah, <laughs> on this podcast, but... Um, what has changed is there was one winner that was said to be found in South Carolina, right. but so the the overall unclaimed prize is one point five billion, and uh, no one has yet to come forward and claim the prize. Oh, and this is kind of sad because that's quite a lot of money that could have improved someone's life, mm-hmm. and it's actually pretty sad for the state of South Carolina too, because as you know, the state gets a portion of the winnings. They would have gotten sixty one million, and they'd already made plans on what they what they might want to do with it. Oh, no. And they were going to buy new voting machines, give 2% raise to all the teachers, Shoot. and put a police officer in every public school. So that's just unused money that, unfortunately, can't be allocated properly. And this was the largest Powerball winnings to date. Yeah. And so they were probably pretty excited. Yeah, exactly. And now... No one's getting richer. Yeah. So the winner overall, they have 180 days after it's notified that someone has won to so come forward. They still have about like a month and a half. Yeah. So and yeah, they have a month and a half. So uh, let's hope that this this podcast gets out to them. Yeah. And they can uh, you know go check their old lottery ticket and be like, oh my gosh, I won. So well, <laughs> in, this a, in po- a happier tone. Well, this much podcast, more excited. <laughs> this podcast, or any of the news outlets that have already written articles about this—that's true. All That's across true. the country, maybe they probably most likely will have read one of those. Yeah, you never know. But <laughs> yeah, this podcast reaches far, Mary. <laughs> it reaches like a hundred people, <laughs> and little, counting, and yeah, counting, like a little over a hundred people. But you know, I don't know if we have any listeners in South Carolina. If we do, thank you. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> But I don't think that we do. But that's just sad for South Carolina. Yeah, that's that's a lot of money that could have been put to good use. And it's also sad for the person that won the lottery. <laughs> yeah. Because lotteries are life-changing. And now they're probably just living their boring life. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we always love this segment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, wrapping up the podcast, remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to all of your favorite podcasts so that new episodes will be available on your phone as soon as we release new content. You can get a free audiobook from Audible by going to audibletrial.com. 
com slash SSS podcast. And please leave us a review on iTunes and we'll be sure to give you a special shout out on the next podcast. Please like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash sarcasm and on Instagram at sarcasm. Once again, thanks for listening and I hope you guys have a great week. Yeah, happy President's Day.